You are now listening to Vibe Selection with Kyra, where you can get the real on today's hot topics. Well, welcome everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I'm your host, Kyra, and on today's episode, I have joining me a 14-year-old singer and songwriter, Bolu Edifemi, who has been making waves with her song, Make It Right. Hey, girl. So that song is actually a call to action song about the social injustice, and you were actually recently honored with the Universal Women's Network Award, and you're currently the 2020 Youth Excellence Ambassador, as well as the 2020 Zimbabwean Young um, Achievers Award recipient as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be able to have you on. Thank you for having me. This is also a pleasure for me as well. Oh, I'm so glad. And then later on in the show for everyone, we are going to be premiering Bolu's song, Make It Right. So stay tuned for that. So you're um, of Zimbabwean and Nigerian descent and you reside in Canada. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how where you grew up and your upbringing in Canada. So fun fact, I was actually born in London, England. Um, okay. I, Yes, I was born there. Um, and then I moved when I was two. So I technically didn't stay up or grow up there much for a long time. And then I moved to Canada when I was two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of my dad is from Nigeria. My mom is from Zimbabwe, but my mom mainly lived in South Africa. So I've been to South Africa twice, once when I was six and then once in 2019, which is so much fun. I bet. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of my background. <laughs> OK, OK. So you started singing at such a young age. You started at the age of five years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. So was it nursery rhymes we were singing or what were we exactly singing? What, what started your passion for music? Um, I usually say Jamie Grace. At that time, though, I don't believe I knew Jamie Grace because mm-hmm. I was five. So I think, honestly, I don't know what it was. I, that kind of reminds me of this recording I have. Um, I looked back at it in my camcorder a while back, but basically it's me in like this swimsuit saying, when I grow up, I'm going to be a pop star. Oh. But I don't know. I just had this thing for music when we were on field trips or road trips. We'd always play music. And I just liked the sound of it. So I thought, why not make my own? And when I was five, I kind of just sang anything random. Um, I know for sure, like the two I always remember is I sang a song about butterflies and about this billboard for Scotiabank, I believe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a variety of things. Oh, that's wonderful. So your song, Make It Right, was a song you created that was a call to action about the social injustice. As a young African-American female living in today's climate, have you experienced some racism and injustice within your own experiences um, that you spoke about in the song? Or what have some of your experiences been with, you know, racism? To be honest, I like to call myself like extremely uh, lucky in a Mm -hmm. sense or grateful because because of my parents, I think they've been able to shelter me in a way that I haven't been experienced to as much issues and problems as others have, um, others that look exactly like me. And I'm really, really thankful for that. And I know everyone has like their own experiences. But for me personally, I haven't had to go anything, go through anything too serious. 
Well, that's awesome. So what inspired you to actually make the song Make It Right exactly? Since I know you said that you haven't had many experiences in regards to racism. So was it something that you've seen on the news regarding, you know, racism and social injustice that kind of sparked your, you know, want to actually write this song Make It Right? So I think it was a little bit of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, when I first I first saw it on the news, um, and my parents had uh, talked to me a lot, and my siblings and I about it, and I had wanted to write a song about you know everything, and I just because I always use music as a way to like share a message, and just it's like kind of a way to start a conversation and to spread a message. So I really, really, really wanted to write a song about it. And I was thinking about it, but I was in school at the same time. So I was like, mm-hmm, what should I do? And then I was asked to perform in Orono when they were holding a uh, kind of gathering in support of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And so they invited me and they wanted me to sing. And I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time. This is the perfect time for me to uh, sing a song and write a song like this. So I wrote it um, in two days. And yeah, well, technically it wasn't two days because it's only a little bit of each day. But yeah, that's kind of what sparked my um I guess, want to write a song like this. That's awesome. Okay, so what goes into your creative process when it comes to writing your songs? (laughs) Oh, I love talking. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, I love talking about this because it's funny because I know some people, some artists have like a specific... Uh, kind of thing they follow like they either sit down and the lyrics come first or the beat comes first but for me it's kind of all over the place and I find it funny that it's like that and kind of more fun and uh, artistic but for me um, sometimes it depends really honestly like for make it right I wrote down some lyrics and I had came up with like the strumming and the chords I wanted to use and then I only had written a few lyrics and later on I remember (laughs) I was washing dishes and I actually came up with the rest of the lyrics. So it's kind of just like random times throughout the day where I'm just thinking of, oh, what else can I input in the song? And then I just come up with more. So you let the spirit work through, huh? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's me too. Just let the spirit of the Lord work through you and the words will flow. Yes. (laughs) So a lot of issues we see with racism and social injustice has been a fight for many, many years. I know you said you're kind of you haven't experienced too much of it. But Mm -hmm. what do you feel are some issues regarding racism and social social injustice that continues to have an issue within our within today's society that you see when you're turning on the TV and watching the news? So for me, I think. Honestly, what I think is my whole like kind of platform is all um, kind of to spread love and positivity. And I really, really, truly do think it all comes to love because, you know, love doesn't hurt other people. Love is kind, you know. So I feel like if we were to love each other, it doesn't have to be like obviously like love, but like, you know, you know what I mean, right? Like just mm-hmm. being sharing, like being kind to uh, whether it's your neighbor, your friend, or even someone you don't know. Like if we were to all just love each other and be kind to each other, things like this wouldn't happen. Things like this wouldn't be a reality. So I really do think it all comes to just how we treat one another and Absolutely. how we've been taught to treat one another. 
Absolutely. And this world definitely needs a lot of love in it right now. You're Very true. We're lambs in this world. So love makes the world go around and we definitely need to practice, practice that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on the George Floyd conviction? Were you watching his trial at all? And do you feel like the conviction um, was a stepping stone in changing the justice system to make it better for people of color? To be honest, I don't know much about the U.S. justice system, um, but I did follow some of his, you know, uh, the trials and everything that was going on. And um, one thing I was happy about is that they did take, you know, some sort of action. It took a long, long time, but I'm, I'm happy it happened at least. And I do think it's a stepping stone, but with everything, I always feel like there's always, always space to grow and space to learn and space to be better and do better. So honestly, I don't know much, but I think there's, you know, always space to do better. Absolutely. So you also spoke um, about the Grammys and the weekend's Mm -hmm. call to action. You wrote it, you did an article on that, or actually you had an interview in regards to that um, of his boycott of the award show. So I understand that this was your first time actually watching the Grammys um, this time around. So what were your... uh, What were some disparities you saw in the show and how could the Grammys do better to make it equal for singers and songwriters such as yourself? Hmm. So my overall thoughts on the Grammys, basically, right? That's good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So when I first watched it, for me, I think because it was my first time, it was exciting overall. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I I found it really creative how, you know, the artists were able to do what they did considering COVID and times and that really just inspired me personally as an artist. But um, yeah, in terms of the weekend, I I feel like being an artist, you know, you spend so much time doing your art and, you know, touching up and working on your craft. And I feel like when an artist, you know, says something like that, there usually is, you know, you can't, oh, how do I say this? You can't really say, like, oh, I kind of disagree with him because, you know, he's the one that's been kind of working on his art and been forming it and and he had been doing well. So overall, I feel like, you know, I haven't, this is my first time watching it, so I don't know much about it, but I I think it was a pretty good experience. Yeah, I mean, the Grammys has had quite a bit of controversy over the years with, Mm -hmm. you know, payola and issues regarding, you know, it being rigged and then putting actual them actually giving awards to artists that they've chosen themselves. So it's not really a people's choice situation. And that's had a lot Mm -hmm. of issues over the years. But, you know, in the climate that we're in right now regarding racism, I mean, most of the artists that win are Caucasian. So, you know, I think his ideas and, you know, what he was saying in regards to that was just that it just needs to be fair for all people, for all creatives. Mm -hmm. It just shouldn't be one sector, uh, one genre of, you know, artists actually winning these awards. It should be fair for everybody. So that's kind of the controversy in regards to that. But, you know, hopefully Mm -hmm. next year they'll get it together. Hopefully, uh, yes. Better, because I think they ended up um, closing the board for the Grammys or they're going to have a new one where it's a little bit more diverse. So we'll see what happens next year. That's good. That's good. I I hope, I hope it goes well. Yeah. And then, you know what, one day you'll be able to get that Grammy girl. 
I've been thinking about that. Hopefully yeah. I see Speak it. it. Speaking into light, you'll get it. Uh-huh. So the song Make Your Right was created a lot of buzz and garnered a lot of attention after its debut. You were soon honored with the Universal Women's Network Award. Um, you received the 2020 Zimbabwean Young Achievers Award, and currently you're the 2020 Youth Excellence Ambassador. <laughs> How does it feel to receive all of these accolades being as young as you are? Um, amazing to say the least. Honestly, when I first um, achieved the Woman of Inspiration Youth Achievement Award, I was in shock. I have, my mom has this video. Um, I was sitting in this chair in front of the TV and I just started jumping up and down with the chair. Um, but it was very exciting. I'm honestly very, very thankful and grateful for like my family and just everyone for helping me and believing me, uh, to bring me here. But it is a huge, a huge step and it's like something I've wanted as a little kid so I, I'm just it's very happy for me and just something I'm really really proud to have absolutely so now we're gonna get into this song make it right by Bolu Edifemi What have you become? I'm just wondering what's going on. Why are people so cruel? What was done to you? Preaching truth, they're getting ignored Don't even know what to do anymore Have they not realized That it's time to make it What am I seeing from my eyes When will they just apologize Enough of all this crying Now it's time to make it right What have you become? I'm just wondering what's going on. Why are people so cruel? What was done to you? Preaching truth, they're getting ignored. Don't even know what to do anymore. Have they not realized that it's time to make it right? What am I seeing from my eyes? When will they just apologize? Had enough of all this crying. Now it's time to make it right. Of wasted lives This is wrong, no, it ain't fine Can we all just stop the fight And make it right 
Yes, that was a beautiful song. I really enjoyed Thank you. that. That's my Thank first. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's my first actually official time being able to listen to this song. And it is oh, absolutely really? beautiful. Yes, it definitely deserves a Grammy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you are the embodiment of Angela Sadler Williams, uh, Williams, oh, yes. excuse me, um, book with uh, who's actually the cousin of Rosa Parks. Um, the book was titled My Life with Rosie, um, A Bond Between Cousins. So what was the experience actually like being in the same room with Rosa Parks' cousin? <laughs> crazy I was so oh my gosh it was so exciting I it was an amazing experience her launch party was awesome she was awesome everyone in the comments was awesome but it was so 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 much fun and I had read her book um and shared it with a few people and her book is just amazing it's it's a children's book but it's one of those books that has a lesson behind it and that's what I really like whether it's in song and a message or a book and a lesson I just like to see something that has, you know, kind of a meaning behind it. So it was so, so great to meet her. She's like the sweetest person and she's so kind. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Oh, and you know, she is the cousin of the legend Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. I mm -hmm. mean, that is, that is <laughs> quite the honor to have. For sure. So what power do you feel like music holds for you? For me, music, I think it's a very, very powerful tool, um, especially nowadays since we have, you know, social media, YouTube, and there's different platforms that are there that allow us to get our, you know, our music out there. But for me personally, I always felt like music is something that allows you to connect and uh, connect with people. Um, in some ways, words can't sometimes. And I really, really, really like that about music. I always relate to it as kind of something whenever I like play my guitar and I'm singing, it's kind of like I'm in my own bubble. Mm -hmm. And there's like free, it's free of no judgment or anybody saying this or that. And it's just me and my thoughts and my, my sound and my song. So I, I think music has really, really great effects on a person. And it's, it's just a really, really amazing thing. Absolutely. And what impact do you feel like music holds when it comes to creating a message for mm. people? How do you feel like music can get across a message to the masses? Uh, I feel very, very strongly on that. Um, so I feel like sometimes, you know, when you're saying something to someone, uh, they might not even be listening or just, you know, they might hear it, but not really hear it. But when you have music, it's just it just hits different that's that's all I know how to explain it because you know especially if you have like a good beat because some, it's not all about the lyrics the lyrics are like the main part but if mm -hmm. you have a good beat to um, go with it or a good sound to go with it then it really touches people because nowadays we listen to music a lot especially mm -hmm. in our free time so it's it's a it's an extremely powerful tool and when you have a message I think it's even better because you're able to like either tell a story or get something across to someone. And I think that's really, really, really cool. Yes. And that is an important point you just made um, mm -hmm. about mess the music and the message and how impactful it is and getting your point across. So I feel like, you know, personally, I know I'm a little older than you, mm -hmm. but I know that today's music, I feel like doesn't hold a lot of meaning and messages in it. 
as far as that like rap today and stuff like that. I know this is kind of mm-hmm. your generation. <laughs> I feel like you're laying the groundwork for these new generational kids to kind of get mm-hmm. their stuff together and actually say words instead of this mumble rap that they're coming up with nowadays. So I agree. Uh-huh. Um, but it's funny because I actually do listen to a lot of like older songs, um, especially with my uh, my parents, like UB40 and stuff like that. But um yeah, it, it has definitely changed uh, a yeah. lot. But for me, I've always liked whether it's like a slower song They usually slower songs have more of like an impactful message. Mm-hmm. But I just I just like songs like that better because I feel like it has like a meaning that you're listening to it and something you can actually take from it. Mm-hmm. Whereas just listening to music. So, yeah, I just, I, I like music like that more. Mm-hmm. So who is someone that ex- inspires you? Oof. Uh, there are a lot of people that inspire me. Uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, but also Jamie Grace. I like to say her because I think she's the one who really inspired me to get into music. Um, Jamie Grace is a singer songwriter and she's just so, so, so inspirational. Like she uses her music to do something that's so positive and so powerful. And I really, really appreciate that. And she was my first inspiration to get a guitar. So I had been watching her for about two years. And then that's when I'd asked my parents for it. And I'd been watching, you know, her fingers moving on the guitar, trying to see what I can learn. And that's kind of how the long story of how I got a guitar and my parents got me a toy guitar first and everything. But yeah, she's my my real inspiration. Mm. So are there any people that you're eager to work with in the industry? And if so, why? Wow, this is a powerful question. Hmm. Coming with the power today. Yes. Hmm. There are so many people I want to work with. Jamie Grace is my top because, you know, as I mentioned, she inspired me and she does have a good message and she's just grown into like the best, amazing woman. Um, But I don't, hmm. I think maybe Tate McRae, just because she is also a huge inspiration because I remember watching her videos a while back and she just started off in her room just playing piano. Mm -hmm. And now she's so big. She's on billboards everywhere. So she's also an inspiration. Um, There's so many, most Spence, she's someone that I've worked with, um, but it'd be cool to make a song with her because she's also one of those upcoming artists. And then if I had to say one more and maybe, hmm, mm, who's one more? Just anyone who really has a message behind, like a positive, positive message. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, maybe Don Lewis. I'm not sure, but there's so many okay. artists I'd love to work with. So what type of genre of music do you typically listen to? So I know you said you listen to some hip hop, mm-hmm. R&B, soul. What are we listening to? Uh, hmm, how do I? I'm everywhere. But if I had to break it down, yes, soul, yes, R&B. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes I listen to rap. Sometimes I listen to country oh. uh, uh, quite often. Uh, and pop yeah I think I listen the most I probably listen to is pop okay 
Mm-hmm. So we listen to Ariana Grande. Yes. To, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. People. Yes. Oh, what do you want of the uh, what is Ariana Ariana Grande call her fans? The kittens or something like that? Um, Honestly, I don't even know when it comes to that. <laughs> I just know some of her, like even her her old one of her older songs, "Breathing." I uh, just keep breathing. Uh, it's called "Breathing." I'm pretty sure. I I really like that song. So, yeah, she's one of my top artists. Okay, so aside from music, what are some things that you like to do on your free time? Hmm, I like to dance. Okay. <laughs> um, make some TikToks with my siblings. I like mm-hmm. to bake sometimes, depending on how complicated the recipe is. But I always like learning new things. Um, I'm an air cadet, so I like to do air cadets. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's, I'm teaching myself piano or well, keyboard also. So I'm kind of a lot of things. I like to write poems too. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I like, like to do in my free time. That's good. So you're musically well-rounded. You can do mm-hmm. a lot of things. Singer, songwriter, play the piano, play the guitar. Yes. Triple quadruple. I also... Yeah, I also played the violin. (laughs) The only reason I stopped is because when you're playing your shoulders up like that. Mm -hmm. And I was a beginner and I played it for a year. And I just, my instructor said you would get over like the shoulder pain of keeping it up for like hours and hours. Mm -hmm. But I just never got over it, even with a towel. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just play this instrument in my free time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So being young and coming into the industry, what are some goals you want? to achieve before the age of 18 hmm. some goals I want to achieve you've I achieved be, quite a bit already yes I want to be on more billboards that's I think that's just really really cool I want to write more songs in EP yes I wanted to mention that I really really want to come up with an EP and I have so many good songs lined up to come out and uh, all of them together would just be amazing um It'd be nice to like meet more people that are in the music industry because, you know, having connections is powerful. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of things I'd like to do before I'm 18. Uh, Maybe fly out to L.A. and, you know, do something cool. I don't know. Just really have fun and just spread more love through my music. Really? Absolutely. So networking is one of the key things for you. Do you mm-hmm. feel like in the age of social media that it's a little easier to come in contact with other musicians such as yourself? Or do you feel like social media kind of has like its pros and cons? Like what, what would you would you say it was it's easier to connect with people? Um, you said it perfectly when you said mentioned um, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I do believe a lot of things have pros and cons, especially social media. Um Yeah, that's for sure. The pros, actually, let me start with the cons. Some of the cons I find, um, you know, trying to talk to other artists, being whether you're a growing artist or already an upcoming artist or someone that's already big, it's hard to, not hard to connect, but hard to reach out to others just because you are usually busy most of the time. So it's not always you get a response, but I do think for the kind of pros that social media has allowed me to spread my platform, Um, especially because there's YouTube, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. So there's a variety of apps that I can share my, my song and my message on. And it's great. Like the power of reposting is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, so it definitely has its pros and cons, but it's allowed me to uh, connect with a variety of artists for sure. 
Yeah. So, okay. Are you on TikTok? Because I feel like a lot of artists nowadays are putting all of their music on TikTok or creating videos <laughs> and stuff like that. So is that something that you do? You do the little dance routines and stuff? Uh, yes, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I'm o- I only have one video though, but <laughs> yes, I am on TikTok. I I I used to sing and like put up most of my covers on TikTok, but then I kind of turned to Instagram more because most of my audience is on Instagram and mm-hmm. YouTube. So yeah, and Facebook too. But yeah, do you feel like um it's easier to garner a fan base? on either app like either on instagram as opposed to tiktok or do you feel like uh tiktok is kind of like the new wave and that's the easier way to get noticed nowadays as when becoming an artist because i know that there's a lot of artists that have been discovered on tiktok Mm -hmm. for either putting their videos up there or putting their music as a, a sound that people can have for the content that they create then again, I think TikTok for me is kind of a hit and miss mm-hmm. because it, it can get frustrating at times, whereas Instagram, it's easier because I do know a lot of people on Inst- on Instagram mm-hmm. and a lot of people that do support me and follow me and, you know, kind of watch me on Instagram. Whereas on TikTok, it's all about the analytics, which is sort of like the all like other social media platforms. But for TikTok specifically, you know, you always have to get the right hashtags. Sometimes you don't even need hashtags. Like I've seen videos go viral with millions of likes that had no you know no uh, text at the bottom so for TikTok I feel like it it, TikTok is very extremely specific Mm -hmm. but I do it has like allowed many artists to be seen and so it has its pros as well but I feel for me Instagram kind of outweighs TikTok and then at the top would probably be Facebook. Yeah. So being a young influencer, have you faced any challenges um, when trying to achieve some of your goals at your age? Have you ran into any Mm. issues with people being like, oh, she's young, she don't know, or feeling like you can't do certain things because of your age? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, I I was surprised by that, uh, kind of. But um, for for specific reasons, uh, maybe to jot it down to if you're trying to get a grant or apply for a specific, you know, whether it's a show, most uh, people or um, or uh, what's the word? Most people or most organizations, sorry, require 18 plus. And sometimes, sometimes you can define the odds. Um, I remember this is kind of uh, pilot related, but I applied for something when I was younger and they kind of broke the rules and let me go. But it, it, it really, it's, it can be tough, but I just try to, you know, keep on putting out music because, you know, sometimes, you know, age doesn't have you know like age being a specific age doesn't restrict your talent and so I feel like if you just continue to share what you have then it'll open more and more doors for you but yes definitely age is something that can kind of you know create some boundaries and yeah but you got mama bear over there helping you out Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. So are there any things that you like to do um, or would like to do once the pandemic is over? Oh, 
there is a lot of things I'd like to do. Travel. I want to see my family. Most of my family um, is in South Africa, Nigeria, Mm -hmm. Australia, and England. Those are the four main places. And I haven't seen them since 2019. And that was only my mom's side of the family, mostly. Mm -hmm. So I definitely really want to see my uh, family face to face. We've done a few Zooms, but, you know, it's not the same. And I'd like to go to Canada's wonderland. <laughs> just just get out, honestly, because it feels so confined sometimes. So yeah, those are two things I'd love to do. Oh. So what message do you have for any young Black girls such as yourself who are aspiring musicians? I think my two main messages for anyone who, you know, is Black, a young lady just like me, I would probably say, number one, be yourself. Because... Um, This kind of leads into my number two, don't let anyone like sway your opinion or your rooting or your morals, because it can be so easy to allow something or someone um, just kind of change your whole mood and change your whole, you know, your thoughts or what you came to do as an artist or, you know, even whatever you're doing um, at your age. But if you just you know, stick with what you have and continue to grow and just kind of block all the negative negativity away, you're able to be successful. And the kind of thing I've learned and my parents have taught me is that the more visibility you get, the more, you know, kind of love you get and attention from more people, the more hate you're also going to get. And at first it's going to be like, people don't like me like what but then you're you know you're just gonna get used to it and it's part of life you know not everyone's gonna like you but it's important that you just kind of stick with yourself and remember why you did what you did and yeah just be yourself yes aspiring words from miss bolu herself thank you so what are you working on currently are we working on any music i know you spoke about you hope that an ep will come out soon so mm-hmm. what do we have in the works right now uh i have written uh i have i think one more song um in order to do kind of like the typical ep um that i'm working on currently and then after that it's kind of harder now because of covid um, studio wise but i'm planning to record those so ep is what i'm working on just more interviews um more performances virtually just getting myself out there the best i can during these circumstances but that's kind of what i'm up to right now yeah, well, the sky's the limit for you. Mm-hmm, and for best sure. of luck with that. So Thank tell you. every you're welcome. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, either on your IG or follow you on TikTok. Where can mm-hmm. the people connect with you? Okay, so for my Instagram and my Twitter, it is Bolusings1, as well as yes, my Instagram Twitter is Bolusings1, which is B-O-L-U-S-I-N-G-S. It's at the bottom right here, I think that corner. Um, and then just the number one. And then for my Facebook and my LinkedIn, it is Bolusings Capital B, Capital S, as well as my YouTube, which I think I mentioned. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And my music is usually linked in my Instagram, but you can also find it on my YouTube attached on the banner. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much, Bolu, for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure to be able to have you on. And may you continue shooting for the stars. 
I will. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And for everybody else, if you like to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at I am Kyra Mahoney. Or if you like to support the Vibe Selection podcast, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash Vibe Selection. Or if you like to get any Vibe Selection merchandise, you can do so at www.teespring.com slash Vibe Selection. I am your host, Kyra. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I'll see you all next week stay 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 healthy out there bye bye thank you for joining vibe selection with kyra come vibe out with us again next time and hear the latest on today's hot topics find us on instagram at i am kyra mahoney or donate at www.patreon.com slash vibe selection